0: Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. I hope you're doing all okay, guys, out there. Another great weekend of NFL. Only two of us on today's show, but it's okay. Adam and Ash will be back soon. Just me and Andrew here this evening. Apologies, I am a little bit under the weather. Not the big C, just a little under the weather. So if I get a bit croaky or coffee at points, I do apologize. Don't be worried. Just re it's the it's the havoc that happened on the weekend that has now made me still feel ill so don't worry it's just a prolonged hangover really if anything but it's i'm not doing too great but the nfl i've caught back up on andrew we spoke a little bit about it on the night however I was, like i said i was a little unavailable on sunday i've mm-hmm. been too much fun elsewhere but you watched all the games back to back you stayed up late obviously for the giants washington game earlier in the week what what a great two weeks we've had! I mean, this has just been the second week was even better than the first week. I mean, how many games went to the wire? It was so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't ask for much more. I think there's there was even the games where you kind of weren't really interested in, or you know, kind of just had on in the background. They were exciting. You know, there's not been many dull games. I think there's maybe you could probably count on one hand how many dull games have been. All the rest to go into the wire so interesting, really good for the neutral. Uh, fan of or just NFL fans so yeah um even my game on the Thursday night although it didn't go the way I wanted it to it was so exciting all the way to the end I think I've uh, lost a bit more hair on the top from watching it but uh, it was good
0: well we said in the prediction so in the preview show on Sunday me and um, Adam we were going through the, the fixtures and we were saying like there's so many close close games here it could be so exciting the Rams Colts game that lived up to the hype real close really good game Saints Panthers, we thought could be a lot closer game, but that's end up Panthers blowout. Really, the Cardinals Vikings only a point in that game. I mean, games across three points in the Titans Seahawks game, three points in the Cowboys Chargers game, a point in the Chiefs Ravens game. It's it just shows you. We said this in the predictions episodes that we did via prior to the season, and we've said it a lot on this. It's so hard to do these predictions and things like that, and and to say what teams are definitely going to be great and definitely going to be bad, and. Is the NFL now more competitive than it has ever been? Because you look around, the Raiders, top of their division. Um, you know, there's there's all these teams that are doing being really good at the start of the year here. I, I, it's so competitive. How, how, how do you feel about it all?
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's probably the most uh, competitive, so far already one of the most competitive seasons we've seen. Uh, like you say, it's very hard to call it, you know, usually... Uh, there's a, a select sort of 10 teams you like. They're a cert sort of every week unless they come up against one of the other 10 that you're talking about. But um, th- that seems to have uh, changed now. There seems to be a scope of like, you know, th- there's not that these are Super Bowl bound, these are your middle ground, and then you've got your rebuild. It's 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 rebuild team, which there's like maybe a handful of, and the rest have all got a chance on their day. Uh, the coaches that are in, the head coaches, yeah, you know, coming in and the personnel in college football I feel like it's got better so the rookies coming in seem a, a lot more ready than they used to be in the past uh, so yes yeah, definitely so much more competitive
0: obviously usually we go around all of us talking about the points that we took from the weekend and have a bit of an open discussion about obviously only us two tonight we both do have a point to discuss however I'm sure our conversation will take us here there and now and everywhere to talk about the season but you know because it is just the two of us and it's great when me, me and you get together and we talk some football because We watch so much of it and we enjoy it so much. But why don't we get started with your point? And it is a team, I know it's a team, but I really want to talk about a lot because I have championed this team now for two seasons and really thought that this team could take the push to the next level. We were unsure about it. It looks that way, but they're pushing to their next level.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you say that because when I mentioned to you, obviously, I wanted to talk about this team. I think you're going to want to talk about them in a different light. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. uh, I think they are probably one of the most exciting teams to watch at the moment, but I'm not, still not sold on them. I've not been their biggest fan. I don't know why, but there's something that just niggles me. And it went, I went through it over today and I went over in my head and I remember the start of like last season saying like, oh, they're exciting to watch, get them in your fantasy team, All the, all this. And it didn't pan out for them last year. It didn't pan out for them the year before. Mm. And there's something that's just sort of worrying me again this year. Like I said, they do look exciting. They are very exciting to watch. But you take a look at their fixture um, against the Vikings. Um, they didn't win that game. The Vikings lost it. You know they missed a chip shot right at the end. The kicker shanked it. You know that should have been a, a, a win in the Vikings column and a loss in the Cardinals column. Instead, they're two and zero. They're the team that everybody's talking about. They're the team that everybody's excited about. Kyler Murray has played absolutely fantastic. He looks so good. But I'm um, just looking at their schedule um, and bar next week, I think they will they will go 3-0, and I think the buzz will still be there. But then they go to the Rams, the 49ers, the Browns. They've got Green Bay. Um, they've got Houston, San Francisco again. Uh, I just... That is that is tough, uh, a tough set of games. So I think, you know, come sort of, by the time they get to their bye week, I think we might be having a different conversation. I think, um, I think by the time they get to bye week in week 12, we could have seen them lose six games. Hmm. I think they could be six and six. And then that really worries me that um, the other teams in their division, I feel a stronger, um, and I feel like for me, they're the two and O team
0: that might not qualify for the playoffs. I definitely thought you were going to come into this a bit more positive. I'll be honest; I was not prepared for the negativity that you're giving on my Arizona Cardinals here. I have several points to make on this. (coughs) Excuse me, sorry. And they're going to probably pop up here and there and everywhere on this. My first thing is the Cardinals last year were a team that were exciting and really good. But they came up against these teams that were equally as good, or if not better. And we've talked about this before on this podcast. You are becoming a successful team when you are easily beating the teams on par and then getting them wins against the teams that are better than you. Now, last year, they were there was they were 50-50 on some of them games. There was games, the Buffalo game is a prime example of clutch play. Last minute, that throw to DeAndre Hopkins. Like, how incredible was that to win in that? Like, they they, they beat the Bills, who and the Bills last year, for everyone was in their mind, they're going to be an AFC, cha- AFC championship game team. They're going to go there. Now, the Cardinals, the problem is last year is they won some of them big games, but they did lose a lot of them 50 50 ones. They lose the silly games. Yes, the Vikings lost the game against the Cardinals, but the Cardinals did well to get to where they got to. And it's just them little 50 50 wins but push you over the top a little bit more. Now, they've done it in, in week two against the Vikings. Like I said, Vikings do miss the field goal. He shanks it. You, but the Cardinals did ultimately put in a good performance. Kyler Murray has been fantastic, which leads me to onto another point. Uh, the Cardinals, I do feel, you, we're going to see it because it's going to happen. It's very much Kyler Murray is going to have to be great week on week because I don't feel like they can put the ball on Chase Edmonds and James Connors' hands to win them games. But... Maybe what is different about this year is maybe they can put it into the defense's hands and they can win them some games. I'm not too sure yet. We're definitely going to see it. That is going to happen for sure. This is only a matter of time before we're going to have a game where Kyle Murray is completely nullified. Now he tends to not be nullified very often. He is so good with his feet. He can be incredibly accurate and he, He's not making loads of silly plays, which I'm like, I'm liking his progression each year. He seems to be progressing in the right direction. That's upwards, which is, which is great. I'm really happy about that for him, but what will be the clutch thing? And what will be the thing I think is going to be telling about this Cardinals team is when they come into them games, the 50, 50 games that they they should be winning or them games where Kyler isn't on his day. He's being shut down. Is there any, is the defense going to be the ones that can step up? Now we criticized how they were bringing in veterans and we were at the start of the year, we all said, I don't really get why they're bringing veterans. Got a lot of young guys, they're meant to be trying to be like a, a, a prime uh, playoff team. They're trying to be not, you know, sneaking in is not the right word, but you definitely wouldn't have them in that top four spot going through. They're probably going to get a wild card spot. They brought in this older talent, and it seems to be working. I mean, AJ Green is being utilized there. He's given, he's given space for Christian Kirk to play. Rondell Moore, I mean, he had a bit of a breakout game of the other day, the rookie. He wasn't exactly touted as being an amazing wide receiver, but a very good slot guy and very fast and very physical. He had a really good game for them. I I can see your negativity. I can understand it. I can understand where it's going. I just think this team needs... It needs them six weeks, like you said. It's These Clips games against the Browns, if they can beat people like the Browns, if they can beat people like Green Bay... I also think think when
1: you're talking about the veterans... It's week two. Um, the mm. the veterans are still fresh. They're still good. They're the team, to me, that's most going to be most susceptible to injuries. They're going to be the team, to me, that, you know, come the back end of the year, are the veterans going to be on the field as much? And mm. that's another thing that worries me because we've seen it with them before. They start off well, they look great, and they fade away, and we stop talking about them. And it just seems to be a repeat of it again. Mm. I've, I've got lots of question marks with them and it, out of the the 2-0 the teams it's the one I'm flagging up like I said their division I think is just too strong for them to uh be
0: 50-50 no you're right that division is well it's the highest division in football Seattle have looked so impressive coming out the gate San Francisco coming out the gate have looked really great as well I still think there is some they definitely need some improvement in some areas. There's some weird scenarios going on here. The, the 49ers, what is going on with Trey Soane and Brandon Ayuk? Because there's something going on there. There is something going on. They can't be questionable one we just not suiting up. Oh, we're going to play them. But barely used Ayuk in the last game. I'm only basing that off. I didn't watch the full game, but I've seen his fantasy. Yeah, there, like, you know,
1: it has been said about him, isn't there? There's been um, comments saying he needs to grow up and mm. uh, he needs to focus more about what's on the field. So I don't know whether, I said to Adam uh, on on one of the shows that we did together that I don't know whether there's been a spat in the in the locker room or a fight or mm. some immaturity uh, gone on behind the scenes, but it seems to be the youngsters that are, are sitting out because of attitude problems, which I know San Francisco will be absolutely fantastic at keeping it behind closed doors but um, yeah, some a couple of warning signs there, I think.
0: And then you've got the Rams as well. And Stafford, I mean, dude, imagine if his career was at a good team. Yeah. Like imagine if his whole career was at a team like the Rams. And I wouldn't consider the Rams have got a great defense names-wise. I'm I can be a little bit hot and cold them sometimes. However, they performed really well at the weekend. Offense, they have weird, like weird names like Robert Woods, who is just really good. And Tyler Higbee, it seems to be. Cooper Cup we know is really good, but they're not prime-time names. And yet, they look great. They make space. And if Stafford had just been on a good team throughout his career... I mean, I said two years ago on this podcast... In fact, no, a year ago. It was the off-season 2020. I was out on Stafford. I had a big thing. We had a big
1: debate about it. I we think had a we, big debate. Uh, and
0: I said, yeah. I said, I was out. Detroit need to move on. They need a change up. Now, that wasn't me saying, Get in Jared Goff. Like, that wasn't my solution. My solution was go out and draft whoever it was at the time coming through, which now in my mind, I can't remember who was in there. It would have been
1: last year. So it would have been the likes of Tua and Herbert and Burrow. Yes. And- yeah,
0: yeah, it would have been Borough Herbert or two. Yeah, that's who it would have And they had the third pick, they took Jeff Acuda, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, Don't take do that, yeah. If you've got the third pick, go for one of them. Now, in hindsight, I think that still would have been a better move in trading him for Jared Goff, though they've got the first round picks in the future, which is interesting for their future. However, Goff doesn't look bad there, I will give him that, but Stafford. I mean, if he—how uh, do you think he would have won a Super Bowl by now if he'd have been on a competent team for a lot of his career?
1: I tell you what—if he'd have been on that Rams team uh, two, three years ago when they had that, the they, they had a fantastic O-line and they had Gurley, I think he would have won back-to-back Super Bowls with them in the years that J- J- Jared nearly did it with them because their O-line isn't as good as it was back when they had Gurley. Um, so. And they're still super impressive. But, yeah, I think you put him in an organization with a head coach that really knows what they're doing and a, a, an organization that's that knows how to handle the NFL. um, I think he would have been up there with some of some of the great names because uh, his stats are more than impressive
0: um every year in a team that's struggled. so mm. but it, it's again, it's given him a good defense as well. I mean, Jen Ramsey's just. The, one of the, if not the best quarterback in the league at the minute. He's just so good at the moment. Aaron Donald's obviously a beast, and they've just got really good guys on the on the back end as well, even though they did lose some people like Josh uh, John Johnson and players like that. But they seem to be clicking. Now, we'll go back to the Arizona Cardinals. What more do you want to see from them in these next coming weeks for you to be, not convinced, but for you to, for you to see what you're needing to see, the more substance in this team? Um, I think, although they're exciting, I feel like I need a bit more structure
1: from them. I think I need uh, um, Kingsbury to to manage a game a little bit better and not just, Mm. you know, although we've seen Russell Wilson run around and throw the ball and, you know, create magic. I'm not sure we can expect that from the young guy of Kyler Murray. And I'd like to see a bit more, um, consistency in the, in the play calling. And then like you say, when they come up against the bigger names, well, like I said, that after they play the Jags, they've got a string of those games. It's, it's Rams, 49ers, Browns, Mm. you know, they're all really good defenses. Like I say, the, um, the the Titans defense has looked a bit ropey. The Vikings defense has looked a bit ropey. They've not faced a Rams or a or a Browns or a 49ers defense yet. Mm. So and they have looked a little bit like, like you've said, they're mm. running around a little bit, just creating stuff out of nothing. You can't do that week in, week out. So I would like mm. to see a bit more consistency with the, the the management of the game and see a bit more fluidity of like just playing NFL um so we'll see that when they come up against the good defenses whether
0: they can get it done yeah that's going to be really exciting to see um we'll move on to my point we're, we're very much sticking in the west you in the nfc west and me in now me to the afc west now th- this is obviously related to a little bit to the steelers however i want it to not be about the steelers because i d- think that would be a discredit to the team that i am going to talk about um i completely whiffed on these guys i was very mean now, I did say they would only get four wins in season. They're still on track to get four wins, I would might add. I'm not wrong in that uh, wrong in that department. But I think this team is going to get a lot more wins. And they put themselves in a really, really good position at the start of the year. They're 2-0 in the AFC West, they're top of the division, the Las Vegas Raiders. I would like to talk about the whole team, but really, I want to focus predominantly on their defense. Because I think their defense has just jumped leaps and bounds from this year to next year. From um, last year to this year. I'm So impressed with how much this defense has stepped up against the Ravens and against the Steelers. Um, They they beat Ravens 33-27 in overtime, and they beat the Steelers 26-17. Now, they are allowing points. Don't get me wrong. They are allowing points. But they are are 12th in overall points at the minute, which is good. Very, very good. Um, And I, I just think it just looks better. There's just this spark to it a bit more. This Yannick and Max Crosby on the line. Yannick and I don't feel like he's doing that much, but I think he's doing enough to allow Max Crosby to really be the rusher that he could potentially be. Um, but what impressed me most, most, especially in the Steelers game anyway, is the secondary. If Trayvon Mullen had a, a fantastic game, they brought in people like Corey Littleton, the drafted Trayvon Merrick. Um, I just think this t- whole defense has taken the next step up. They've they've not nullified anyone and they're not shutting people down but they look like they they look scary they look like they can cause you problems they've got ta- they've had takeaways their 10th joint in takeaways uh this year um i say 10th joint is about 10 to 15 but that's a, a link up with so you know and um they're also really disciplined they've only had 10 penalties which is the sixth best this year which is not what you'd expect from racing you expect a bit of undisciplined and a bit of aggro and uh, you know that's what sort of john gruden Spark that flame, of fire of the, that heat that he he seems to install in teams where it can be maybe a little bit undisciplined. But I, I I don't think this is bad. I think this is really going in the right direction. They are not the greatest defense in the NFL. They're not a great defense. They are a very good, solid defense. But were an atrocious defense last year. They were thirtieth in point overall points allowed last year. Um, thirtieth in takeaways, twenty second in pen- with penalties as well there were 25th in total yards given as well. This defense won't be that defense this year. Now I'm not saying they're going to be top 10. I don't think there will be top 10, but if you go from being a bottom third defense in that 32 to 28, seven range, 26 range and go up to being the 16th best defense, 15th best defense in the league this year, I think that's, that's progression. That's really great, great progression from year to year offensive i was not focused on defense i'm going to talk slightly a bit about offense we texted about this on the night andrew no run game does not help them at all it didn't help the steelers either because we couldn't run all night but having josh jacobs injured didn't help but Derek Carr shone he really shone and i think it really was a do you trust me now do you believe in me now because i've just thrown against a really good now steelers defense did get a lot of injuries that that game i do admit there is there, there was more problems than i realized when watching the highlights but he made plays. He, the, the receivers played well. There were some plays I think the Steelers were a little bit step behind. They should have made the plays there. But Derek Carr is a good, competent quarterback. I don't think he is anything that special, but he's clearly doing something. And Gruden has, for a long time, it's been this underlying thing, that he it's not really his quarterback. He doesn't really want him. He loved the idea of Tua in that draft. Um, that was the big report he wanted to go and get Tua. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, is this for me? It, for me, this felt like a car, Derek Carr. And then John Green, after the game's going, you know, I've always thought Derek Carr's great quarterback sort of thing. You're like, come on, man. No, you didn't. Like, you've never been like the guy that has stood up and gone, like, Derek Carr's a great quarterback. Now, no, you don't have to believe that, however, but as a head coach, you need to stick by your guys. And have we ever thought John Green really sticking by Derek Carr? I don't think we have at all, really. But Derek Carr is putting the team on his shoulders, especially the offense, because of not having the running back. And he's proving what a competent and a good quarterback he can be. Um, I, I don't think the Raiders is going to win the division by no means. I think that's a vast dramatization of the AFC West, but I like the progression. I know Adam would love to be here and be like, well, it's all going to get to pop next year because he'll get brand new toys because he hates John Gruden. And I'm not the biggest John Gruden fan, but I I'm just very impressed. I'm just, I'm, I'm very shocked, but I'm very impressed by how the Raiders have taken this step up. And, um, credit to them because I thought the move moved to Vegas, the move I didn't know if they'd get the support in the stadium. The stadium was loud when they were there in the first game against the Ravens. They seem to have a bit of a swag going on and I quite I quite like it. I quite like that they're challenging. They they could be a playoff team come come January. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I fully agree. Um I'm I'm on your side with this one. I I have joined the the bandwagon before, prior to this of Mm -hmm. slagging them off (laughs) with you and Adam uh, and not really rating them. I mean, I do rate Derek Carr. I rate him in the sense that I think he's underappreciated and underrated. You know, I don't think he's going to light up the world. But what I do like about him is he runs a good game. It's something that I I said the Cardinals were were lacking. The first two games of the Raiders, I feel like they have managed the game well when they've got the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, I know in week one, (laughs) guy that we listened to over in America compared the Raiders and Ravens game against the Chiefs and the Browns game. And then he was comparing Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield and Derek Carr. And he said, the only difference between those two was how they managed the two minute drill at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. And Derek Carr proved he could do it. And Baker Mayfield still wasn't quite there uh, and they lost it right at the end. So, Derek Carr proved that he can finish a game, something that Aaron Rodgers has struggled with in the past against winning teams. Um, And and that's really nice to see because it's not something we've seen from the Raiders a lot. We've seen Raiders come out of the gate, like, flying, and then come the end of the games, they've lost. And you're going, what's going on here? But um, I think there's a real structure there. The defence has come out and they're playing well, like you have said. And I feel like their, their schedule isn't overly difficult for them to push for the playoffs either. They've got a tough group, mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, they've got to play um, a, a good Broncos team that looks looks great at Very Chiefs yes. in their own league. Um, but when you look at some of the other teams they're playing, they play, they, they've got some winnable games coming up. Dolphins, Chargers, Bears, Eagles, Giants, Bengals, Cowboys, Washington. They're all really easy, winnable games. I think, you, you know, they've got to a, a good start to solidify... Mm-hmm. Uh, a potential playoff place I think for me looking at those fixtures that could be enough just those games I've said to qualify for the playoffs Um, it's just how well they can go into them and and maybe get a bit of momentum rather than fading off like they have done in previous years And, and and the point back to Derek Carr a few years ago before he broke his ankle or leg whichever one it was he was fantastic. Everyone thought he was like, you know, one of the best in the NFL at, at the time. And then he had that horrible injury. And now we're finally starting to see him again. So, you know, I, I think we can sort of give him a bit of credit to have a couple of off years to get back to fitness and back to his mindset. So, um, yeah, I've, um, I'm starting to think that maybe the Raiders could have a, a good year and maybe not mess it up like they have done in previous years.
0: Well, I'd hope I'd hope not. That's what I mean about this game against the The positive sign for them was they had no run game. Mm. We're all quite sure that their offensive line is not as good as it was. I think we still believe that. Um, uh what's his name? Alex Leverwood is not having a good start to the season. The games I, the, the moments I've seen him play with this with the Raiders, he's not having a good start to the season, really. He's he's struggled and he's been a bit of a penalty guy. he's, he's jumped very early a lot of times from what i've seen of him so they've not got a great offensive line not got a good running game they're coming up against a top five defense in the league two two control- great
1: defenses two
0: yeah, yeah yeah you could argue ravens are a top 10 defense um and they've controlled the game and they've nullified and they've done well yes ravens have their injury problems with the winning game and yes in the game steelers had injury problems tj what was off field Derek carr admitted that when T.J. Watt was off field, it was a lot of pressure off of him. He said it immediately when T.J. Watt's on the sideline and he's not in snaps, the pressure does alleviate it off you because their best player's not on the field. Now, that must give you a load of juice to be able to go, right, we can go and go here. And, you know, when you're putting the ball over the top of Minka Fitzpatrick for a touchdown to, to Rugs, you must be thinking, well, I could beat anyone here. You know, one of the best safeties in the league. You've got one of the best edge rushers in the league on the sideline. It gives you that juice to push on. It's it, it, But much like the Cardinals... They're going to face adversity, especially in division, the same as the Cardinals in division. Chiefs twice, so, yeah, best team in the league by everyone's accounts. Denver twice, who we have both said are really looking a lot better than everyone expected. And I'm really happy about that. And the Chargers, who are a bit of a sleeping giant. Again, consistency problems, huge consistency mm-hmm. problems, I think. But they are definitely on that. All four of these teams are very good in that division and it's, it's just the west what is going on with the west i mean it's not been notoriously always that great over there but like these both of these divisions now are so hot. i think i honestly think these two divisions now are more competitive really than the, than the afc north which is seen next to the nfc west as the most competitive division in football now that i've seen what i've seen this week within the last two weeks the brams clearly very good team Steelers are going to have a down year this year. They're not going to be as good. The Ravens are probably going to have a down year this year. They are not looking good. They're not looking in control. They're not looking like they can really push the wins. Apart from you know beating Kansas, they've come and turned around. But that was a very, very – that was an error by Kansas at the end. That was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumbling the football. Again, we could argue that very Ravens still got themselves in that position. But the Ravens look like they can swing either way. The Bengals, we all know what's going on with them, they're still wheel building and stuff like that. Is, is that fair to say that these two West divisions are the, the best divisions in football at the minute? I think that's hard to say with, with, with the West because uh, the likes of
1: the Raiders and the Chargers, um, despite them looking like they're on the up, I think they're on the up. I think, whereas you look at the other West division, they're already solidified themselves. If you know, any of them, if went, if they went to the Super Bowl, you know, if the Rams, 49ers or Seahawks went to the Super Bowl, you'd be going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a shot. But I think if the Raiders, Broncos or Chargers went to the Super Bowl, you'd be going, whoa. You know, so I don't think it's I, quite I, as, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, you know, they've started the season off well and they're looking like they're progressing. So um, I'm not sold that it's, it, it, I still think that North is stronger. I think the, the franchises of the Browns, Ravens and Steelers at the moment are are, are overall stronger. Um, it's the Chiefs that push that group up uh, a level because I don't think you'd be saying that if the Chiefs weren't in there. And it was like, you know, if you put the Jags in there, you'd be going, "Oh, that might—that's an easy one to win." Um, you know, you, something like you know, when you look at the the Colts division, you know, you look at the teams that are in it, and you're kind of going, "Like, there's some good teams in there, but you know, none of them are amazing, but any of them could win it."
0: Yeah, it's 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 hard. It's it's going to be a long season to see what happens. Um. Another point I would like to make, and this is like so off the cuff. I didn't tell you about this before, and I'm not even sure if it's overly true, but I do, I'm pretty sure it's true. The three main cornerbacks, no, not the three, was it two? Certain, JC Horn, and did, I don't think Caleb Farley did, but they both got interceptions this weekend. Both, yeah. I mean, you said it earlier. These rookies are coming out the bat, aren't they? I mean, there has been some fantastic forms so far. Jamar Chase has looked great. Bronte Smith, Micah Parsons is now is looking great at the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. How, we've talked we talked so much in the off season about these rookies and things like that. Like, how impressed are you by by the transition some of these guys are making? Because they are there is some, Mac Jones is looking very solid at quarterback for for the Patriots. Zach Wilson. Okay, he had four interceptions. I would argue two of them weren't his fault. I think there was errors.
1: Oh, I mean, come on. Have you, have you watched
0: it? <laughs> I watched two two, two <laughs> of them I thought were not entirely his fault. I
1: think two of them, he looked like he was throwing the ball with his eyes closed. I think at one point I saw a stat that said he had four completions and four interceptions. OK, so he, he d-
0: has not had the greatest starts. But... No,
1: I didn't think he had a good week one either. I thought he was bolstered by the fact that um, the Panthers took their foot off the pedal in the, in, in, at the end of the game. And then Zach Wilson started to play well in that game. Um, yeah, I'm still not sold. He looked like he was a bit hectic, like he did at college. He mm-hmm. ran around. He was a bit hectic. He likes the chaos. Uh, and I thought a couple of those throws, I was going like, there's no one over there. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one
0: that I was like, "Oh, that's, that's not so bad."
1: That's <laughs> not one of them where a defender's made a I, good point. I would uh, have to uh, say the it. exact
0: same thing though about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I think he made two throws in that game. I think there were two interceptions he had in the last in the last game where I was like, "There's no one there, mate." Like that's not a hole you can fit that through. Like there was definitely one. I can't think who who intercepted it, and you could see where he wanted to go. But the coverage was just too. Good. It was like just too fast, and it was like, oh, you might go away with that in college because the speed. But these guys are too quick; they will get them. And I started this by saying, look how good the rookies have been. Now we're talking about two rookies. <laughs> I don't feel. No, too I think, I think you're taking away but from we're, that. I think. We're taking away from them too. But really, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even, even
1: when we've seen glimpses of Trey Lance and Justin uh, Fields, they, they both come on and and uh, 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 look like they know what they're doing as well. They look like there's a future for both of them. Um, you mentioned when I watched your show with, with Adam the other day and you were talking about the difference between um, who was going to win between the Bills and Miami and you said it was going to be whoever turns up on the defence. Mm. And I hate to say this, Freddie, but the guy that turned up was Gregory Russo.
0: He, he two was sacks.
1: great. Two yeah. sacks. Uh, and you said it was going to be one of those guys. Well, you, you mentioned both those guys. You know, Jalen Phillips, I think, had two tackles, two assisted tackles, whereas um, Russo had, I think he had three solo tackles, two assisted tackles, two sacks. Um, that's an- another guy that's that's coming up. Um, again, a rookie. I spoke to Byron, Bill's fan. I said, what do you think of him? Do you like him? He was like, yeah, I thought it'd take him time to adjust. But he watched the whole game and said he's adjusted in one game. Uh, these guys are adjusting to NFL a lot quicker.
0: Hmm. There's definitely you can see like I said you enjoy comparisons, and when I said which defense is going to turn up, what well, I said it was about the two players, but both at Miami from you know former teammates, Gregor Russo and Jalen Phillips. If one of them can really show out, then that would be maybe one of the game changers. And I didn't know if Russo would get enough playing time over Hughes or. Um, Addison, which I was like, you shouldn't. I don't think you should be starting Mario Addison anyway. I think you should be starting Gregor Russo. I think you should be developing, not putting the 33-year-old. Mm-hmm. They're both in their 30s, aren't they? Well, yeah, but, but Hughes is an institution. He's yeah. been there a long time, he's an institution there, everything like that. But when you you're getting these gameplay guys that are that are causing problems, especially on the defense, like say for Gregor Russo, he looks great. Michael Parsons, I Michael think Parsons. looks Just, pretty yeah. good. They're they're now looking at putting him at defensive end which I don't know if I like that I feel like I like his coverage more than I do his pass rush ability I feel like he could be a good menace in the middle but they're a little bit they're burdened with too many linebackers
1: yeah we mentioned it before the season started didn't we that they've got too many linebackers but he has the ability to do that you know he's the size speed strength of a a defensive end as well um you know his, his his teammate um Jason Owe, that was at Penn State with him, you know, they liken those two as being very similar. Mm. Uh, one of them's a defensive end, one of them's a linebacker. So, you know, I, th- I think he's more than capable of playing that. He's a very, very talented player and he's an absolute athlete.
0: Mm. Always the looking good as well. Not been as highlighted as I thought it would be, but I'm, I, he's very strong in the middle. Let's say it starts Satane and Horn both getting an interception on the first their, their second game, I suppose. Uh, impressive. I, I, I'm liking Sertain. I'm quite liking
1: Sertain. Sertain very impressive, I think. I think he's uh, We were shocked that they took a cornerback, but he, he's looked impressive in that mm. strong defence already. I
0: have to say, we've, a lot of things we've talked about in this podcast are coming to light very quickly. The Panthers are looking decent. We've said we like them. The Broncos are looking decent. We said we like them. I mean, we, we didn't say the Jets or the Lions were very good. Admittedly, they've not been, but they've not... The Lions haven't been – you could argue they foot off was off the gas against the 49ers, I suppose. Um, they didn't really have a look-in against Green Bay, which we knew that was going to be the case anyway. We look at divisions now from uh this – right, only two weeks now. I mean, there's not loads of 2-0 teams, I suppose, really. Uh, there's, there's a few, but there's not loads. But the, the NFC West, uh, outside of Seattle, all of them are 2-0. Um, Seattle are one and one. What was every AFC West? We talked about it. Chiefs and Chargers one and one. Broncos and Raiders two and zero. Uh, the FC North only division from looks of it with every team one and one. So I don't know what that tells you about that division. Um, yeah, it's going to be. I mean, who's the Thursday game this week? Isn't it Panthers as well?
1: I had a look at this earlier. Uh, it's, it's definitely someone I've not got any fantasy players in my lineup for. I'm pretty, that, I'm that's pretty
0: sure it's the Panthers. I'm pretty. It's Texans sure. Panthers. Texans Panthers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not exactly a nail biter. I
1: think that'd be an interesting game. the, the Texans have, uh, have Davis
0: Mills, though. Yeah, I mean, I thought he put, I
1: thought it was very very impressive in preseason. Yes, it's just preseason, mm-hmm. but um, the show that you missed. I spoke to Adam about this when they played. Um, before the on the preview show, before they played the Jags, I said Jags looked unimaginative in preseason, and Texans looked like they would e- they easily put up points during the preseason. I think if you're you're looking dynamic and putting points up in preseason, that that's something to build from for more than what we thought they'd do. Um, and they and it was Mills that was the quarterback at the time, so um, you know he's a bit of a wild card. I don't think he's Tyra Taylor was not going to have the game management of Tyra Taylor, mm. but um, it could be an interesting game still. I think Panthers are just too, too good for that one, though. <laughs> I think Christian McCaffrey,
0: tough. Christian McCaffrey's just too good for that one. Sam Donald's really adapting there as well, which that, one.
1: De- that defense. It, is, good. it looks impressive. I think no one's really talking about it for some reason. or well, some people are, but, you know, it's not
0: being
1: shouted about as much as I think it mm. should be because it looks very good and it, mm. the youngsters that are on there are showing up week in, week out.
0: The only issue we are now having in the NFL, which is happening, it happens every year, and it always feels like it's happening Injuries. too early. Injuries. Yeah. I, I knew you were going to say that, like. Jarvis Landry on IR today. That's a big problem for the Browns. There, a lot of
1: people got carted off.
0: A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people have been getting carted off, and it's 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 the NFL. It's what happens, isn't it? But like, God, you know, there's big names already. But I mean, there's niggles. That's the more annoying thing. Is there's just mm-hmm. things that are niggling, it's especially when I'm looking at Steelers. Big Ben's got a pectoral strain apparently. Everyone's got something to do with their knee for the Steelers anyway. Um, You've had uh, your guy, you're the center, was it or the guard? Yeah, yeah. And
1: it's, well he used to be, he was our center, he's um, and he's moved back to guard. So yeah, Nick Lakers,
0: snapped, snapped yeah. his lower leg, which would be a horrific injury. Um, Job is Landry now on IR. Uh who else is uh, well, the tour went run. down, he he got tour started up. They're yeah. gonna
1: start now. Their their dynamics gonna look a lot different than what we thought it was gonna do. Uh didn't didn't Burrow go off for a little bit, did he? I been a bit of play. There was, I think there
0: was a few of the quarterbacks. Andy Dalton went down, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Andy Dalton yeah. went down. And they're saying that Andy Dalton is a starting quarterback when he is healthy, which yeah. I think means Justin Fields is going to start this weekend. Well, I say three weeks. Mm. Three weeks he will start. If he starts and he balls out and he has the game of his life, like he should do, against, I don't think he's against a, I don't think they're against a very a, a, a hard team. Okay, they're against the Browns, but the Browns. Are probably gonna look a bit one dimensional. OBJ, I don't think, will be there. Jarvis Landry won't be there. Hooper and Bryant, they've got Higgins as well. It's gonna be an
1: People's
0: Jones. A... People's Jones. They've got they've obviously Chubb and Hunt. I think Hunt was injured last week, actually, as well. Chubb, it, it, they've got a very good front seven defense. I I do think Bra- I think the Bears could challenge that. If Justin Fields goes off, they could challenge that, I think, personally.
1: Yeah, it'd be an interesting one, especially with it, if it is Justin Fields that plays. I think that lifts them a little bit and that gives them a new lease of life. And that defence is good enough to put him in good position to be able to play freer, I think. I don't think he's going to be on his one-yard line every single time. I think, you know, he might get some good field positions from where his defence can put him. Um, I think we're going to have a new – might might have a new quarterback starting in the Colts. There are teams, oh, there are teams I wouldn't mind talking about, but uh, – Jake, Jacob Eason. Yeah, I, I love Jacob Eason. I think he's uh, real talented. Uh, liked him at college. Uh, liked that they sat him. Um, there's lots. The Colts talk very highly of him. He's got a big arm. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Colts because, for me, they were my 0-2 team that I think could qualify for the playoffs still.
0: Oh, I agree. Yeah, I think... I agree. They're, they're better anyway. than 0-2. They should not be 0-2. Of course. Two, really. Well, they should be Owen 2 They played
1: what, they played the Rams and the Seahawks. Okay, fair. but So, you know, their two games that they were in, they were in both the games. They were in both the games, yeah. They were in both the games and their O-line is not even healthy. Mm. You know, Quentin Nelson, he's only had a helmet on once and played. Um, Mm. uh, Fisher, you know, didn't didn't know where they are in. Once that O-line is fit and healthy, I think that team defense is super strong. I think they've got some nice weapons. I Mm -hmm. think with their schedule that they've got, I think
0: in that division they can qualify for the playoffs still. I agree. I agree. I think there's some really good signs coming out there, and I've not been quiet about how I've not loved their wide receiver core, and I. I've liked what they're doing. I think Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman have been very impressive so far. And I've. Just yeah, about
1: Pascal's always. Um, Pascal's reliable.
0: looking. Yeah, as a reliable player. I, I really think they have shown some quality. Um, again, it's these teams, like I said, though, don't win them 50 50 games. I feel like, you know, but maybe that's because it's just Carson Wentz's first year there. Maybe get another weapon in the offseason. I think they, didn't win, they didn't
1: win the 50 50 games because. Philip Rivers couldn't, it was too old to win the 50 50 games. Mm -hmm. I think Jacoby Brissett wasn't talented enough to win the 50 50 games, which is why they always end up like 8 8 or like Mm -hmm. somewhere around that, you know. Um, But I think this year, they could, they could, they, I think they could qualify for the playoffs. Whether they'll do anything after that, I don't know. But as an 0-2 team, I think they're the 0-2 team for me that will push and maybe qualify for the playoffs.
0: I'm going to have to look at the standings and see if I do. do I, I firmly they, do agree. They've got Texans, Titans and Jags
1: in their league. I mean, none of them look impressive. I mean, no. it was nice to see the Titans finally just go, Do you know what? Like, we're behind. Just give the ball to Derek Henry. <laughs> and just run all over. What it. team does that? What team? You know, if you're behind and you're pushing in, in the, the fourth quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter to win a game, you should put in your quarterback hands and say, you know, we need to throw this. Don't say the time off the clock. No. Give it Derek Henry. What a monster. <laughs> but, you know, th- their defence isn't good enough. And they've they've looked.
0: Mm. It's, look, they've, it's not looked good. No,
1: they've got some some stuff to to iron out. The Texans aren't good enough. The Jags aren't good enough. So I think it's there for the Colts who look more professional uh, outfit to to take that division.
0: I agree. I definitely agree. I'm very excited to see what the Colts can give us going forward. Um, That's all we've got time for this week. Uh, We'll be back again later in the week with the fantasy show and the Sunday preview show. I hope you all enjoyed week two of the NFL. Week three, only around the corner. Lots of excitement. So much competitive teams going on. So many competitive divisions. We've talked about it in this episode. But we're going to be talking about it, I'm sure, in more episodes to come. So keep watching the Franchise Tag Podcast. Keep sharing it with your friends. Getting um, NFL fans involved with us. We're on YouTube, social media. Go give us a follow. Give us a like. Give our videos a like. Give them a share. We just love your support. Um, and we'll see you all very soon. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy the NFL at the weekend. And we'll see you all soon. Good night.